Welcome to Lobby Comply Pod from State and Federal Communications, your source for lobbying, compliance, ethics, campaign finance, and election news from across the country. I'm John Sponarelli. The Missouri Office of Administration announced restrictions on public access to bid documents in order to comply with the Personal Privacy Protection Act, established by the passage of the Senate substitute for House Bill 2400. The act prohibits public agencies from requiring any 501c entity to share the identities of donors, volunteers, or supporters and closes any public agency record or list containing the identity of supporters. The Office of Administration removed all bid and contract records from Missouri Buys and the Document Portal. New contract awards will be reviewed and redacted to ensure compliance before posting. Older records will also be reviewed and redacted before being reposted. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers signed Executive Order 175, calling for a special session of the legislature to begin Tuesday, October 4th. The session will consider and act upon two proposals allowing voters to introduce ballot initiatives and amend the Constitution to create a statewide binding referendum process that would allow voters to propose laws and constitutional amendments and repeal state laws. Currently, any constitutional amendment must be passed by two consecutive legislatures before it is placed on a ballot for voters. The Tallahassee, Florida City Commission adopted Ordinance Number 22020 and Resolution 22R22, amending certain lobbying provisions. Ordinance Number 22020 repeals the requirement of quarterly compensation reports and requires lobbyists to register individually rather than by firm. Resolution 22R22 raises the registration fee from $25 to $500. The changes are effective December 31, 2022. Two special elections have been scheduled for November 8th to fill the vacant Philadelphia City Council seats in Districts 7 and 9. Both seats were vacated when Councilors Maria Quinones-Sanchez and Cheryl Parker resigned last week to run for mayor. The winners of the special elections will serve the remainder of the terms set to expire at the end of 2023. And finally, Although the next provincial election in Nova Scotia isn't scheduled until 2025, Elections Nova Scotia has published its strategic blueprint in preparation for that election and beyond. ENS' new four-year strategic plan, which will last until 2026, focuses on five areas for improving electoral services. The plan concentrates on how ENS will enhance the electoral process for all Nova Scotians through inclusion, diversity, equity, and access, how ENS will build relationships and partnerships with stakeholders, and how ENS will lead in the modernization of electoral services. Additionally, the plan focuses on fostering a team culture that sets staff up for success and supporting election workers to excel in service delivery. Thanks for listening to Lobby Comply Pod from State and Federal Communications. For more news, visit lobbycomply.com. To learn more about how we can guide you along the road to compliance, visit stateandfed.com. Lobby Comply Pod is produced by Peter Kiris, Joe May, and John Sponarelli.